starting in three, two, one. We actually have a fucking name. Uh, Hamill came up with it, odd enough. Yeah, you did, actually. You said you used to say it to Troush a few times. But we are going by socially, this was going to happen. And today, this week, we are going to actually dive into youth sports, which is a big part of our social life anyway, if, if you have kids, nephews, oh, nieces. Yeah, most of us played. I won't say we all. Some kids have tried. Right. But for the most part, everyone's had some I, hand. I sports were probably before you were a twinkle in your mama's eye, but. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. So we can definitely. Yeah, you got talk me by. About different times. You, I won't tell your age. You uh, just got me yeah. by a good amount. All right. So the three problems that I see in youth sports and that we're going to just dive in on are uh, protecting the kids themselves and how much we do that. Uh, we're going to also talk about the parents and how they are acting or have acted in the past. And then we're going to just get to um, pretty much society and how they see youth sports and how they think youth, shorts, youth sports should go and pretty much just touch on everything from there. I'm also going to just start with pretty much we're not going to break down into it as much. I'm just going to go right off the bat and just go, these kids are way too sheltered for sports. Way too sheltered. I think that's an obvious statement. Yeah, but why? Why? Why are you protecting these kids too much throughout sports? Okay, I'm not talking injuries. We're not talking injuries. I'm talking, like, how they feel about the sport. Well, I think the uh, atypical answer would be because of science. We know this, we know that, about helmets. and You know, let's just face it, there's there's an assault on football right now. It's just not youth sports. Which is fine. It's but- not fine. I think when it comes to protecting, like, with helmets and stuff, I think that's fine. Right. I'm more going off of, let's not keep score. Oh, this okay. team this team beat a team 60-0. to zero. I think we should go back into the helmet thing later, but okay. We can yeah, go like, right. like, pretty much this team beat a team 60-0. So why 60 don't you go zero. over the Torrey Smith story? Okay. Receiver. All right, so Torrey Smith, receiver who played um, in the NFL, I don't believe he does anymore. Light and fast. Yeah, light and fast. Played, played every sport. Um... Tweeted out a story about this youth football team that ran up the score and the coach was fined because of it. I am looking for the direct tweet now because I think this is the wildest right thing here. I've so ever seen. So basically, Tori spent today, today, story of we are building weak children, he tweets out. The youth football team in my wife's hometown had a game today. They won 36 nothing. They don't allow you to win by 31 points without some type of punishment. The head coach is now suspended two games and fined $500. Are you kidding me? That's wild. Very wild. Okay, one. And I'm you, sure this isn't the only place it's going on. I mean, Pennsylvania is a huge football state. Huge. Yeah. You mean to tell me a youth coach who nine times out of ten is not getting paid to do this? Yeah. Maybe a $50 stipend. Sure. Just to like be like, oh yeah, you're around. Yeah. You're finding him five hundred dollars for winning a football game. Right. That's just fucking insane. Yeah. Like dictatorship. Oh god, I won't. Get, I won't think it's a dictatorship, but I think that shows like how society is seeing youth sports right. and how we're sheltering kids too much. That you mean to tell me, kids can't lose badly, have a bad taste in their mouth after a loss, and probably want to work harder to win again. That that's what you're telling me. Oh, we, we suspend the coach for two games? Well, I mean, if you It's go, fucking you football. Well, exactly, but if you're, you're going back to, okay, if you are up four touch, let's say you are up 28 nothing in the first half, what do you? what is the coach going to do? They're going to put in the backups. So then you are telling the backups not to score, who probably don't get to play that much. Parents go, get off work, probably don't get to see their kids play that much. Yeah. And now you're telling them to hold back. The and time they do get an opportunity to play? Pretty much, yeah. That's exactly. So when we used to blow out teams, they used to call it the... Or when you used the, to get blown out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Either way. Sure. But they used to call it the mercy rule during football is after you are up a certain amount of points, you can only run between the tackles. Okay, sure. I or get, running clocks. Yeah, yeah. Or like I would take a running clock or more than telling... Or mercy rule in baseball. Seven, Call the game. And you're done at four. Yeah. I would, yeah, something like that I feel is okay because okay. it just lets you know, hey, you lost. Suck it up. 
But I get, like, if you don't want kids to run to score, but, like, at the same time, kids are going to want to play. But fuck you if you think finding a guy and telling him he should not coach for two games, especially if his kid's one of the players. Right. He can't coach his son for two games because they were too good. Exactly. That's bananas. It's bananas. It's not surprising. I mean, how much did this tweet piss me off when I read it? I think it's stupid. And I read it again. It doesn't surprise me. I I think it's the dumbest thing you could hear. It is. I mean, it goes back to um, my original thought in the beginning. This is starting down in youth sports and working its way up. I mean, I I think um, there is a war on masculinity. And I think the most masculine thing you can do in sports is play football. It's a combat thing. And a lot of people don't like it. Because it's competition, it's man-on-man, mano-on-mano, force-versus-force, and people don't want it. They don't. I mean, that's it, it's you can tell it in the NFL and college football. I mean, you get, you get thrown out of games the second half, if, basically if you leave with your shoulder anymore. It, it's to that point, and it's coming to the point where they're just it, there's an assault on football, assault on masculinity, and they're starting down here. Or eventually, they're not going to have any volunteers because a lot of people can't afford five hundred bucks for youth football. I'm not paying five hundred dollars for right, football. That's what I mean, man. Like I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. five hundred bucks to teach kids how to let other kids feel like they're equal. I get it, and what well, I wouldn't go off. It's I don't think it's targeting masculinity. I think they're just trying to make everybody feel good, and I say fuck that. Right. I think you should learn how it feels to lose. You know, it always reminds me of the All-State, remember the All-State commercial where the dad uh, is putting the kid into the car and there's he's got the shirt. To he or she's got the participation ribbon. He's yeah. got the ribbon and she gets in the car and he takes the ribbon and stomps on it and then gets into the car and tries away. It's true, though. Like, <laughs> right. that's the thing. Everybody doesn't deserve to feel good in youth sports. Now, listen, if you're four and below, I get it. Like, or hell, we can even go up to five, right? Because five, you're in kindergarten. It, when you're five years old and you don't want to keep track of score, like stuff like that, I get it for that less of a youth sport because those kids are learning more than anything. Sure. Once you're six to ten, fuck off. Like, these kids need to learn how it feels to lose. Right. And they need to learn how to face any bit of adversity they're going to have. Because some of these kids are probably too privileged right. to ever feel adversity. So it'd be nice to so they think they can fucking face that adversity and not be a shithead when they grow up. Right, and, and eventually they're until gonna, they're old. They're something. gonna get out of high school or college, and there's gonna be one position, and there's gonna be a dozen people that are applying for the position. And well, more these, likely only one of them is gonna get it. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? It's only one of them, and there's only eleven people on the football field. And your parents can't protect you from that. Right. So yeah. face a little adversity. It won't hurt you. I think it'll be good for you. And it'll make you better in the end as long as you have your parents who are putting you in youth sports to tell you, hey, this is how you handle a loss. Speaking I think that of, helps. Speaking of youth, Juan Soto just hit a double again. Shocker. Guy hits. Guys, guy hits. Man. Yeah. Guy hits. I bet he wasn't getting participation awards when he was. No. You know why? He was playing Pop Warner football or baseball. Well, I think he grew up in the Dominican too. So yeah, like, whatever. Dominican, they tr- start training you at like four years old, and you know what they do? They let you fucking lose. Right. And when you lose, you get a little better, and right. you figure out what can I do better. But if you think that you're doing good because you don't keep score for every time you fucking play, or, oh, the team shouldn't be doing – somebody tells you the team shouldn't be doing that, and that's why you lost. Bernie Sanders probably that's bullshit. Pop Everybody gets its fair shit. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that's the last thing that that is. But that's, I think it's fucking stupid. And overall, and I think it's also the parents' problem because parents let their kids get participation medals. They let them get those trophies. They well, let I mean, them I don't feel think, good. I mean, come on, man. Like, if, if you have a kid in that league, what, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You can't do anything. I mean, it, Well, no, yeah, there's more parents that want those participation medals than not. Sure, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I'm just saying, like, even if you didn't, you can't. I'm telling my kid you you're not getting a participation medal. I'm pulling a James Harrison. And I'm telling kids you can't get a participation medal. Oh, man, I'm with you 100%. You want to participate in a spelling bee, that's fine. 
Right. But like, I'm 100% with you. If you're giving me that bullshit where you're just like, oh, I deserve it because I played a whole season. Fuck off. Sure. Because when, when, the, the older you get, you'll find out coming in last place ain't for you. No, 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 no one cares. Coming, right. Keep coming in last place, you're probably going to look at another sport or you know, join. But you're going to quit? Or join the Boy Scouts. But see, I think you're going to quit. Fuck off. Well, you're not going to quit if you if you're getting this if you're getting the same medals as everybody else. You're going to feel good about yourself. They're not going to know the difference. Yeah, but I, I think it's better to tell these kids how to handle that over like how to handle be like losing pretty much. Sure. You learn how to lose early. You learn how to deal with it early. You learn how to deal with it early. You learn how to get better early. Well, I know me growing up. I mean, most of ours was park district leagues, and then you had parents that would do like. You know, AAU basketball, yeah. they would do Metro League. It was called Metro League Baseball. That's still now, yeah. I mean, football, you didn't really have any too much traveling because it was too many games. And back then, a lot of, most kids played other sports. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, kids only play one sport for the most part, especially if you're good. And I think that's a problem, too. That's a huge problem. That's a big problem in youth sports because you're protecting them at learning something else. Right. And again, this all goes down to, I think, kids are being too protected. You're protecting them for learning something else or being bad at something else or knowing they're bad at something right. else. Be an athlete. If you're an athlete, I think you should be an athlete all, all the way through. Now, listen, if you do what I did by the time senior year of baseball comes around and that's all you want to do because you know, hey, I'm not pursuing football after this. I'm only going to do baseball. Like, If you want to do that by the time you're 16, 17 years old, fine. But all the way up until then, you should be playing everything you can. Keeping busy. Doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. And hell, I still traveled for baseball during the summer, but once football started, I was traveling less. I was traveling on Saturdays, playing football on Sundays. Yeah. So, like, you can still do it. You don't travel very far on the bench. Oh, is that is that a is that a, is that a shot? Some of us uh, weren't riding bench because some of us were in the bullpen. Okay. <laughs> well, you are riding bench in the bullpen. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just depends on if it's your day or not. You know. Yeah. Some of us are starters. Some of us aren't closers. Yeah, I mean, we think we both agree. Yeah, and... The participation awards going on way too much. I mean, even further and older than new sports. Um, but like I said, I think it's, it's... There's an assault on football. I think it's started at a low level. I think it's more to do with than player safety. I think it's war on masculinity. And that's just my take on it. I don't know. about It's tough to say it's war on masculinity because we see people struggling with injury. Why is there more injuries now in the NFL than there was? I think we just day? have more technology to catch. No, I think the guys were tougher. I think they dealt with things more. Have, Growing up. Yeah, you could say that definitely. But at the same time, if you're finding injuries more because we have better technology to find them, I'm I think that's technology. I'm not hating on player safety. I'm just saying. Like you can say, yeah, you now. can say guys were mentally men back then, but I don't think that is a hundred percent of the answer then. Because you can't tell me there's not some somebody in the NFL, like, look at those dirty, grimy motherfuckers. Hell, this 49ers game, they loved being in dirt like pigs. You can't tell me none of those guys aren't menly men. But at the same I'm time, not, when I'm it comes not, out, I'm not, men, hating that. I'm, I'm not saying that these guys are. I'm just saying in general, these guys that have grown up, they're not going through the thick of things. When it when it's super cold out, they have field houses to go into the practice. Like, that never happened. No. Back in the day, it didn't matter how cold it was. You were out there. But the colder you are, easier something breaks. Well, what I'm, so are you protecting your money at that point? No, I don't, I'm just talking in general from youth to, yeah. to the pros. Like It didn't matter what the weather was or if you were hurt, if you were feeling good. You, you played uh, if you wanted to. Uh, nowadays, like everybody spazzes because... A lot of coaches can be spans because they're afraid to get sued. Different day, you didn't really hear about that. Again, are you protecting money more than you think they're protecting what you would consider like? The I don't know. I, I think that I think there's a lot more helicopter parents out there. I think you're just and kind that of avoiding is my issue too. Yeah, I think you're kind of avoiding the helicopter parent constantly in your ear, constantly because you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. That's sure. how parents are these days. Parents are way too involved, in my opinion, when it comes to youth sports. Now, if you're if there's a parent that wants to be the coach that's not surprising anybody that's fine but it's those those little league dads i had them at games little league dad just on the sideline barking at kids and then barking at umps 
It's a little league game, man. Sit down. I know, but I remember those days. So like, those dads are terrible. I know, but you know, looking back at it, those dads are up, fucking man. terrible. I mean, yeah, for sure, he probably looked like an ass. Yeah, but damn, it, it I, still, like, I remember. I, I still remember some of the you know we were in Metro League Baseball and some of the dads just harping on those songs. That's and fucking it's, it's wild. Damn funny. Oh, it can be funny to people, but like funny. when you're that involved to where you're like, I like. I'm gonna literally bark at a nine, nine times out of ten a sixteen year old kid for oh, humping. Yeah, I, I humped when I was in high yeah, school. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You you mean to tell me you're just barking at this kid because your seven year old pretty much decided to steal, got caught stealing, or right. he decided not to swing on a two pitch count when he should be protecting the plate, which he should learn. Right. You mean to tell me like a a thirty two year old man needs to be screaming? I think that's wild. Alright, whatever. And, like, 42, and then like how how the how very involved they are even when it comes to one of the biggest ones that is A and U basketball. That's wild. A U basketball sucks. It's ruined, it, it's ruined a lot of yeah. U source, but like you can't tell me that's not insane how very involved they are in every little detail oh, of every I mean, little bar ball. There you go. Yeah. Obnoxious to people. No, I, I don't them. think I don't think anything he's teaching. Is I, I mean I think it's the way the game's going where it's up and he's just showing it at a high. I mean, just look at his own kids. They cherry pick, man. You know, down the court. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, that's just a whole different subject. But I'm just saying he may be a helicopter dad, but he's succeeding at getting his kids. Yeah, he's so doing what he's doing. But like, he's one of what millions. Sure, there's well, there's, a, there's a lot of parents with money that don't. Yeah, exactly. Get, there's so much money. So, posters. not everybody needs to be a helicopter dad. Right. Like, yeah, I think it's going to happen because some people are just too attached to their own kids. But not everybody needs to be a helicopter dad. I think that's the difference there. Right. And when when that's, when that's no one needs to be a helicopter dad, it might make youth sports a little more bearable. Sure. Because I think if it's more bearable, kids will like to be around. I get you. If you're heckled by someone your age, cool. But by the time you're nine years old and you're trying to you're trying to pretty much talk shit back to a thirty two year old, it gets a little tough, right? And I think that's also harping down on teams because nine times out of ten, also most helicopter dads are very babying of their child. Oh yeah, you missed those shots. Oh, it'll be okay. You can get them next time. And it's like yeah, but then it's like oh, they shouldn't have been running a zone defense anyway. Zone defenses are illegal in this league. Like yo, don't give them excuses on why he. He was bad. Sure. Like that, and I think that's a problem with a lot of parents too. So you're basically saying that these parents, assuming they're not coaching, see their kids get harped on or taught stuff. And baby them afterwards. And they're maybe not doing it in front of their kids, but may pull the coach and say, like, hey, don't talk to my kids. Exactly. That, that, yeah, like, I don't you know from ba- experience. Yeah, you, and I, I know from experience because I like I grew up with a, a few people that were like Treated a little special compared to others sure. when we were playing sports. That's always going to be like, there's always, there's even politics in youth and high school sports. Yeah. And, and I think when you start babying them like that, that's only going to lead more into the, they deserve, they feel like they deserve everything. Or right. everything didn't go their way because of the other person, not because they were better, but because they did something that was cheating. Sure. And I think that just causes for controversy. And I just think it causes for bullshit too. Right. I mean, yeah, it causes the kid to not be coachable, which is a problem. That's a big problem in youth sports because a lot of kids think that they can do what they want or they're better than everybody else because their parents need told them. more Bobby Knights. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say a little more Bobby Knights, but that mentality. Name, name a player outside of the – who's that one guy? Uh, guy from Rutgers? No. Who's the kid? I got from Rutgers was wild. Neil um, – what's his name? Neil uh, – from where? From Indiana. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm just saying, there's one player out of Bobby Knight that's a bad thing about. True. And most that's players it. growing up, if they were already trained to be disciplined in sports, they're okay with getting yelled at when they do wrong because they know they fucked up. But when, now when you're teaching kids that, oh, it's someone else's fault they did something wrong and you should be better about it, that's bad. You'll read. Okay, and gotcha. Guys, yeah, supposed to be which, yeah, you get choked out. Of course you're not. Well, like, you're not liking a coach after you get choked out. Right, yeah. I wouldn't like a coach after I got choked out. We're fighting after that. 
He's mentally weak because he got choked out. Are you letting someone choke you out? I mean, at I 17, know. 18? Well, no, he's got to be in the 1920s for the Indiana kid. He knew he was getting himself into. I yeah. can't even choke him out. Okay, okay. All right. But so if you're he. Telling me all, all, no. all the time. But. but if he was choked out, okay, if you were choked out at that age, no, how are you reacting? I don't know. Do you I'm like not, Bobby Knight after that? I mean, I don't know. I'm 19, 18. Or, or is it. Choke me out. Exactly. Or are you doing a dude's dude thing and you guys, you fight it out. And then two days later, you're good. Like, is that a thing? I mean, I think you're almost better to fight it out. Fight it out. That's what dudes do. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, but the coach ain't going to want to know. So it's the coach's word versus the teenager's word. And probably the, the public's going to go with the teenager. You would have to think. Like, hey, you're a grown man. Like, yeah, you can't be choking out kids. Yeah. Man. Right. So I think, in my opinion, like, no, I'm not letting someone choke me out. But... I, I'm okay with having hard, hard-boiled coaches. I, I, I'm okay with that 100% because I think it matters. I went to Bobby Knight's basketball camp in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Spanky. And uh, it was not a camp. It was fucking it was, drill it camp. It was a freaking boot camp, man. And let me tell you. That's what those normally are. When he came in, he's like, you think you're going to F up my dormitories? <laughs> he... As a 13-year-old, he had my attention, man, for sure. Hey, I think that's a good thing, though. And there was no screwing around. So, And, again, I grew up with Stern coaches all the time. Stern coaches who I am now very cool with. Like, when I go home and I, like, do baseball camps, like, they are very nice. We're, like, buddy-buddy the whole time. But growing up, I was terrified of them. And I was terrified of them for a reason. So when they told me, hey, when you're home, this is what you do. This is how you work. It right. was like. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna work. Cause like I'm not getting in trouble again. Like it, it instilled a disciplinary action in you to just be like, this is how I get better. This is what they told me to get better. And then if I fuck up, they're gonna hold me accountable 100 percent of the way. Accountable, good word. That's what it's supposed that's to be. That's what it's supposed. Especially once you're past, once you, cause like kids are getting way too serious into sports and only one sport. By the time they're what ten? Well, I mean, just go. You can go to any sport: football, basketball. Sport. Basketball, football, especially. That guy next to you. He wants your job. He can't hold himself accountable. Yeah. You're not only trying to take his responsibility, but your own responsibility. And that ain't good team chemistry, man. No. So, uh, yeah, I think again. You're going to get eventually, ain't going to get along. No. And that's coaching. So, I think overall, like, you want someone hard boiled. You want someone very disciplinary to, like, hold you accountable for everything that you do. Because then you feel like you have to earn it. So whatever you're doing, you feel like you have to earn it. You get a you get a Not earn spot. participation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because no one gives a fuck that you played the all right. nine games of a youth football season. No one cares. Right. But if you're out there actually working hard and you're winning games because you've listened to what the coach was saying. Now listen, if it's a bad coach, it's a bad coach. But if you listen to what they were saying and you were winning games, you're gonna feel like you've earned that first place trophy. You're going to feel like you earned that trip. You know, I remember too. a couple of years ago, I was at, uh, at my buddy's uh, kids hockey game and they just got, uh, they just got pounded. Pounded. Yeah. Over at the Mystique Center. And it was fine. They they tried hard to the end. You know what I mean? Everything was fine. And they yeah. lined up, the other team lined up, the other team got like medals or whatever. And you know what happened? This is two years ago. You know what happened? The coaches turned around and gave my buddy's team all the kids t-shirts. Like, what well, is the point of getting wait, t-shirts? Now, wait, is it, hey, a second okay place, is it a second place team? I don't even know. They just got their ass beat, though. I mean, they got pounded. Because, yeah, like, if it's a second place team and that's, like, the finals, sure, more or less, I, I understand I'm, first place. I'm second. guessing by... How, the, how they got their ass? Yeah, well, no. Okay. So uh, then no, that's my problem. Now, if you want to reward your kids with pizza parties, like a uh, pool party at the end of the summer, all these things that yeah, make them get fine. together with their friends, that's fine. But when you're going... You did a good job in this sport. But they're doing it on the ice in front of everybody who was there. It's no. just like, hey, it's okay. Because it, it makes you feel, like, even as a winner, it makes you feel like, oh, I could have right. just did that and I could have got a t-shirt. Why would I want a medal when I can wear this t-shirt for, for eight more years? a t-shirt. Yeah, I can wear the t-shirt for a long time. Right. I can at least put the t-shirt up in my room. This medal probably is going to fall apart. I'm going to lose it. Exactly. So, like, it depends on how you think about that. But, like, as a first-place team or a better team, you feel like, oh, I didn't have to do much, and I still got something. The reason I brought up this story because I was thinking about like what other sports like this girl soccer do that I don't know. That I don't know. Hockey do that? And I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah. was there. I witnessed it two years ago. Yeah, 
it's my guess is it's probably going on in everywhere every single sport. Yeah, and it's 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 starting to get out of hand. Starting to get out of hand to the point where, I mean, we can go into a whole bunch of subjects, which I'm not going to. But it's starting to get to the point where it's going to be so watered down by the time these kids get to college and high school. Oh, it's very possible. Fifteen years from now, that this stuff's not going to be watchable. Yeah, well, I think so too because. A lot of, like, even when I go home and I help coach, like, I help coach these camps, a lot of these kids are, like, not very disciplined, even when they're in a higher age. You can tell the ones that are very serious at that higher age, and you can tell the ones that want to lollygag the whole time. Now, if we're getting there 7 a.m., it's early, I get it, you're lollygagging with your friends because you just got up, cool. But, like, halfway through the day, you still see some of the older kids just want to dick around, although they, they came to a camp. You know, and you can tell the ones that are like, oh, I'm going to be 100% serious about everything. And that's how you can tell which parents are necessarily babying that kid for every sport that they do. And they're, or the, the kid that has the parents that are like, hey, you're going to go out there, you're going to do your job. We can have fun later. Sure. And, and it shows all the time. And I think it's going to keep trickling more into high school sports because most high school sports, everybody makes the team now. Yeah, because there's not that big to go out. Well, so say for instance, we can use UD, right? College. They UD don't have a college. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, they don't have a roster limit, so 160 kids can be on that roster with ease. Maybe 50 of them play, but all 160 can be on that team. And I, mean, I think it's the same for high school too. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go back to like. We played at Loris. I mean, there was probably thirty percent of the kids on that team that had no business being on the football team, and I'm guessing ten to fifteen percent probably didn't even start for their high school, which is wild. But that's Division Three. It's true, but like yeah. So they're paying. A, I mean, you pay a good. As you You're know, paying you a pay, premium. You pay, you pay a good pocket. Yeah. School. You know what I'm saying? If I want to play in the chess team and I don't have a clue what the hell chess, what's going on. Yeah, I guess that's a point. Well, I couldn't too. even name a moving chess. Yeah. That's why. But if I wanted to do it, damn it, I'm going to do it because I'm paying 17 grand a year. Oh, it's more than 17 grand now. Well, yeah. U- UD's um, as we said before, 40 grand. Don't my age. Yeah, but UD's 40 grand a year. 40 grand. 40 grand. And Lawrence is higher. I don't know what Lawrence is right now. No, UD doesn't give us laptops. They just well, give us a brand new, new building. At least, you guys, at least you guys ain't living in the same places that, you know, Matt Johnny Cook? Backlund lived in. You know, freaking Roman Hall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that stuff still exists at Lourdes. That's very true. But back back to the point at hand here. So the other thing I wanted to get into was how much money parents throw into youth sports now. I think that's insane. Is it? Yes. Why? If you're spending eight grand for your kid to travel baseball for four months. You know how much it is a year? To go to a private school in Naperville. What is the private school in Naperville? I'll look it up. I have no idea because um, public, way, public just, school is where it's at, man. No, I agree with you. It's, a, it's 100%, yeah, 100% where I, it's at. I mean, I almost went to Providence Catholic. My dad almost killed me because I told him I was going to go over there and he put money down. You know how much that money was? It was $300. <laughs> I think he talked to me for three days. That's all he lost was $300. Hey, that's $100 a day. I was going to go to public school. That's $100 a day. I think he got his but money. Either way, way, it's 12000 a year. A year. So you spend another eight thousand after what that, that to school? ship your kid away for the summer. Right. That's wild. Like just to be like, hey, you go play baseball for the summer. Although we have uh park district leagues, youth leagues back here, I'm shipping you around for eight grand. All right, let's segue from little league and let's move into older kids. I, I think high school sports play a good part in a lot of this too. Um did you have a hard coach for high school? Yeah. Pop Warren in the high school. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, like, did you have any players who had t- problems with their coaches too? All the time. I mean, I would say that the ones I remember, probably more with parents. I don't think it was. I think it was probably kids talking through their parents or what their parents were saying. And then just they're relaying it to yes. the coach. 
Because that's what they hear out right. from the background. Okay, so like my my baseball coach was very easy going. Probably too easy going. He's a nice guy. He's a chemistry teacher. He's a very nice guy. Probably too easy going. Compared to my freshman coach, which I was only on freshman for like four months. But like my freshman baseball coach compared to my varsity baseball coach, two different attitudes. One was like, man, you guys suck. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you need to work on. To my high school coach, just going, we'll get them next time. And I think that matters a lot when, especially when kids are about to go to college. Because college coaches don't give a damn. Yeah. Have you met a nice college coach? I met nice college coaches, but like when it's time to get to business, have you met a nice college coach? I mean, it depends. I mean, you've got a lot of graduate assistants that are college coaches that are young. Yeah, like GAs so, are fine, but like, like when I got to UD, they're nice uh, when they recruit you. Yo, definitely. Oh, dude, Shell Smith was so nice when he was coming down on Provisoes. After that, not so much. He's hard ass actually. He's a catcher. He hates people that whine even about the littlest things. Like he was just a hard ass. But like, my I went from literally having the meanest coaches to the nice coach for baseball only. Like, all my coaches other than that were just, like, very well, strict. Thinking, I mean, I, I know this just from talking to other coaches. I mean, I don't remember having to do this. Like, they're taking sexual harassment classes now. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. That, that's, that's D3 stuff, man. I guess, like, okay, I guess if you're teaching the opposite sex, I would say, like, Not that I disagree with it. Yeah, I don't disagree like, with I it, but, like, I don't remember it either. No. It was... I mean, I'll just go off of football alone. Like, when you did doubles, doubles was all day. Now you can't do doubles. Doubles are illegal. Right, I know. All day. Like, you, when you went to school, high school, like, you were like, this is going to suck. Oh, yeah. And you knew it was going to suck. Because once you found out, you were doing I trained for doubles. That's what I did. I literally trained for doubles because I knew it was going to suck. Yeah. I mean, you were going to get pounded. You were going to be sore. And it was an all-day thing, man. Like, you took – God, we used to go from 8 to 11. You'd take a nap or 8 to 11.30, and then you'd eat. And then we'd start back up at 2.30. And then you'd go 2.30 to 5.30, and you'd eat dinner. And then you would go watch film and then go to the pool. And the next, you know, it would be 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then they would set you off. Is that what you did in high school? That's what we did in college. Okay, in college. Okay, gotcha. Because high yeah. school, it was start at eight, go to eleven, you go home to your parents' place, yeah. start back up at two forty-five, you go to five thirty, and then, but that was a legit two to three weeks. Yeah, like our two days were similar to that too. It was like right. you was you start hot. you start as early as they they they're ready to start you, right. and it's about three and a half hours of practice. Then you get like a two and a half hour three hour break. And then it's, and they call like they called the first practice the light practice, quotation marks. And then the second practice was the hard. Practice. I felt like, especially when I was like freshman or sophomore year, because I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't mature enough. Like I felt making it through doubles was an accomplishment. For some people, yeah, because, like I get it. But there were so many kids going out, and so many kids dropped. You're like, yeah, hey, a lot I'm of one, kids quit during two days. I'm one of the last guys standing, and I made it. Yeah, you know, it a like lot a of people quit two a days. Wasn't even physical things like mentally. Yeah, you had to get through. Yeah, people quit two a days all the time. Yeah. Whether they're tired, whether they just can't cut it, there's tons of reasons why. That's not going on now. No, because they took two a days away because pro pads they don't they don't want to overwork the kids. Right. But my thing is, that's what made sports this great already. To yeah. like you doing two a days and like you working through that stuff, and you preparing yourself to be mentally tough is what made sports better, in my opinion. Like, because then you felt your hard work pay off once the season started. Sure. Once the season started, you laid into somebody and you felt good about doing it. It was like, oh, that's why we did the two a days. Yeah. And now it's like, no. You don't even practice with pads yeah, you for. Oh, they're in great shape. Exactly. Yeah, but like it's like you don't even come out like you now. Two two out of the five days a week we practice. You don't even wear pads. Like no one's touching anybody. We're just showing up to show up. Sure. What's the point of that? 
I, I don't get it. And that's why I, I also think that's how society thinks it should happen now. They're trying to, like, protecting kids from injury, I get. And protecting kids from, like, overhydrating, like, when kids die on the field because they're overhydrated. I mean, not overhydrated, underhydrated. Now, that stuff matters. But, like, that shouldn't matter for two days because they should be letting these kids drink water. They should be letting these kids take pissers or like bathroom breaks or at least letting them letting them get air between workouts well i mean we we were conditioning to get water <laughs> they felt like, like hey you run through this and everybody hustles through the line and exactly it's like we can get a water break but yeah. it was like hey everybody's accountable that we we're talking about earlier if yeah. you don't run through the line then you're screwing your other teammate from not getting water. yeah but like i also will say and I think this is about coaches being a little, like, too weird about things. Like, you should know when a kid is literally just needing water. Like, there's no way you shouldn't notice that. And, like, some kids are literally, hey, they don't hydrate like every other kid was hydrating before practice. And they are clearly dying of thirst. You should be noticing that. But, like, other than that, I think two-a-days made you mentally strong in the first place. Am I dying of thirst, or is this Jameson Irish style just that good? Stop advertising for other people. I'm not advertising. You are, unless this you get them to. Drinking. It is true, but unless you get people to start paying us, we gotta I stop telling them. I'm telling you, man, it's good stuff. All right, let's do the. Let's just do this now. Here we go. We we'll go. Let everybody know. Ninety percent of this time that we're recording, we're definitely drinking whiskey. Yeah. But we're not going to keep trying giving... different kinds. Yeah, very true. Last All week right, we tried yeah. the Quiet Man, which you promoted, and now we're trying Jameson Stout whiskey, <laughs> which you just promoted. I like to call out if it's good, it's good. No, unless they're paying us, we're not calling shit out. All right. I'm gonna start blacking the label out on each uh, bottle before okay. you say it. <laughs> so that way we're not literally just giving out free promo. All right. Listen, share that with your friends. We don't have to share that to everybody. No, not at all, unless they're going to pay us money. Some of us need to pay off these student loans. So, I guess there's not too much to really dive in on that we haven't dived in on. No. And I think think at least me and you see eye to eye. And I guess when we disagree with a lot more things, there's more to talk about. Well, right. I mean, I I think that um, I think we both agree that it's soft. 100%. I think we both agree that um, parents have a lot to do with it. And I think that it's just society in general from, I mean, I think a lot a lot has to do with the media. You know what I mean? I think the media has a lot to do with um, making something out of nothing. I mean, I don't really see the Tory Smith leading back into it. I don't yeah. see the media really talking about like how ridiculous a $500 fine is for a Pop Warner coach. Which it is. It is, but you don't hear about it. Yeah, I guess you know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're not, but if a kid gets hurt and he's not getting water and he gets sick and goes to the hospital and it's in New Mexico, media's all over that stuff. Yeah. Because they're trying, and it goes back to my original point, there's an assault on football, man. There is. All right, so here we go. Here, here's what we at least need to do if we're gonna, since we agree so much. What do we do to change it? Because we agree so much that we, we got to give something here. Like we just can't bash it the whole time. Well, I, I mean, personally, I mean, I'll just go off the assault on football or assault on masculinity, which okay. I believe, I truly believe that there is. Um, one, I would get rid of the helmets because that seems to be a thing, like. Right when someone gets hit hard, guess what they do? They bring them over. You've heard guys like Brian Erickler talk like, hey, I'm going to fake it. I mean, I've had three concussions that I know of. I mean, I could have went back in the game at least two of them. Yeah. I think I did. Okay, so get rid of helmets? Get rid of helmets because guess what? I'm not leading with my head. Not. So then do you get rid of shoulder pads? No. I don't get rid of shoulder pads. You could. I mean, because I, I feel like, yeah, I will feel like you have to make shoulder I mean, pads. Have, have well. you really got rid of knee pads and? Yeah, you already got. Yeah, no, yeah, no one fucking really. Is, every, is anybody that. complaining about that? Yo, I used to use my. I used to lose I'm my. Saying, butt you pads, had all so, You had a girdle, yeah. knee pads, hip pads, tailbone pad. I used to lose my butt pad. 
Okay. All the time. So if you're going to be into a combat sport, rugby's a combat sport. What do they use? A whole bunch of nothing. But then don't. They're not leaning with their heads. But no, they're not. But like, doesn't that turn into rugby? I think probably. I mean, geez. you just turned into a structured version of rugby if you're losing the helmet. I, I have a hard time of watching an NFL or college game and saying, "Man, that was a bad tackle," because what form are you supposed to teach at this point? Um, well, it looks like they're rolling things out in youth football to teach how to tackle earlier. I mean, I earlier. Get if you're a puss and you're diving at people's feet, yeah, that's a bad tackle. That's tank, a bad tackle, yeah. But if you're going at somebody, you're like, your hey, I'm going to light this dude up because he's a sitting duck. Or remember crackback blocks, which was a huge thing. He's a sitting duck. Most people didn't leave with their helmet. No. You led with your shoulder oh, yeah. crack back block. There's many times like where we had like a, like a reverse type of play. I think. And my crackback block was always led. But if Full I'm body. hitting my head, I'm hitting my head with my helmet. More than yes. likely, that shoulder pad, if you were to crack back on me, my shoulder pad is stopping my head from hitting the ground. Yes. Okay. More times than not, right. yeah. So your helmet is actually the thing hitting and rattling your brain. Yeah. But, like, what are you... Again, it, you have to set yourself aside from rugby. But I get what you're saying. I, I get I get what solution you're trying to bring. But I guess you have to still set yourself aside. It's all about aside. the head, right? It's all about head injury. Yeah, that's what they're mostly for youth football is protecting more than anything. Yeah. And that's what bleeds into college with targeting and the NFL. Pretty soon it's going to become such out. an insurance liability. Football's not going to be a thing. I thought it would happen pretty damn soon. I mean, but it's going to happen. It doesn't, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't think high schools going to be able to insure football team. I no, I don't think they'll be able to afford it. No. But the, you, kids, kids will still find so a way losses. to play. Okay, yeah, I mean, if you're going to, like, an ultra-rich dad, like, go, go bar ball or something. But I feel like you, you would eventually waivers come into play there, too, though, right? Right, so it's it's a known fact that, what is it, uh, women's soccer is the most concussed sport for the amount of girls that play it. Yeah. You know why it's not talked about? Because they don't wear helmets. Well, it's because they don't make money. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, they don't make they money. Don't make Football anyone. players make money. And Gotta protect people the money. get money out of it by saying, hey, this is too dangerous. Yeah, because people will pay attention to whatever study you do. Right, exactly. Because if you're coming out against them, like the concussion movie, that concussion movie... I don't think I know I anybody saw that, that saw it in theaters. But like even then, there was money still back behind that right. just because... It was opposing the NFL about a study. Sure. So, like, I, I get it. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of solution for mine, like the the protecting kids. I just feel like it's an easy fix to just go, not every kid deserves a medal. Well, it's not because I, I, I think that you always come back to people you, or parents or coaches using science saying, it's not about medals. I mean, it's about safety. If you were to go, hey, not a, if you say it's about safety, then you would have to go back to science, which I'm clearly not. Yeah, no, I'm talking about for science. just, uh, like, for me saying all of you sports are getting oh, sheltering okay. kits. Sure. I, I think, like, it, the simplest fix, and it's it's simpler than people would try to make it out to be, is right. you just don't over-serve these kids' achievements when they had a bad year. Hey, you had a bad year. Try again next year. Right. Lovable Cub losers do it all the time. We'll do it again next year. Like, figure it out. I, I feel like that's the easiest fix. I, there's no sophisticated fix to it with a theory and a and a difference like yours was. You know? Right. It's it's more like just stop babying them. In my opinion, when it comes to dads, I feel like like when it comes to like that was the overbearing parents that I said. I the only fix I can see is. People need to just pump money back into park districts. If you're pumping Some your money, yeah, bars. yeah, I guess, yo, <laughs> talk, finest, talk about the worst, the worst fucking fundraising of all time. There, there it is, right there. You're still doing it. Yeah, but like, I feel like pumping more money into your park district more than pumping money into a travel team. One, it gets you a better experience too, because then everybody's playing. And I think the more right. you're pumping money into those park districts, things can get a lot more competitive. Sure. 
but the more you don't, and the kid's like, oh, we have a bad field, and the dad's like, oh, we're not planning on a field anymore. So I think if you pump money into those park districts and they fix the things that need to be fixed, get kids to sign up for youth sports, I think that's the best way to do it there. When it comes to society and how you see, just stop being soft. I don't know. <laughs> like, And society's going to continue to be soft, and that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough issue that to be like, oh, that's that's easy to fix. I think society is always going to now have this sensitive coat on before you get to a, a hard exterior interior there because everyone just sees things as everyone complaining about things, everyone having cancel culture. So everyone's going to see everything as like, oh, no, we shouldn't be doing that because everybody else thinks we should be doing that. But at the same time, it's okay to have some people in certain situations just be the opposite and go, okay, so stop babying them. So what's the age where you're looking at a kid and you're like, hey, man, or girl or boy or whatever, yeah. you're like, hey, it's it's not okay to be wearing triple X jerseys um, and huffing and puffing after you run 15 yards and coming out of games because you're tired. Do you, are you, is that considered fetching? Is no. it considered, hey, you're weak? But realistically, you're just trying to get them in the shape to yeah. do and, better. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the the age that has to I think that would be tough. Is, no, it's the age where you start televising these kids' games, which is around the 11, sure. 11, 11, 12-year-old range. Like, before that, don't get me wrong, I think these kids need to learn wins and losses and certain things like that. And then by the time you're like, and I, again, when you're five, six, and under, I think, yeah, these kids are learning. They don't need necessarily to, like, if you don't keep score, that's fine. But when you're about six to ten, you you need to learn what wins and losses are. But by the time you're 11, like, most kids, this is when kids get serious about, oh, I think I like this sport a lot. I want to do it. That's when you should be able to apply on-field discipline when you have it, whether that's in practice or in a game. So you, okay, that's fine. Six to ten, I sort of agree with, but let's say like ten to fourteen before you get to high school, I think you're learning like, hey, accountability for the guy next to you, the guy next. Oh, definitely, but like my thing and is, I'm thinking that hey, you're out of shape. Oh yeah, but you think by eleven, you're, you're in the league world series. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be this heavy. You shouldn't be huffing and puffing running 15, 20 yards. There's a fine line though for that coach. Who's now getting fined five hundred dollars for kicking winning by, ass, yeah. by, by kicking someone's ass? And now you're going to say, "Hey, instead of going through these drills, you're going to run backstops for fifteen minutes until you get your ass in shape." That don't fly anymore, man. It doesn't, and, and that's like, a problem. and I think that's society's reason to be like they need to back up. Now, if it's a coach picking on a kid personally is that picking on no 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 i'm saying it's different there's a difference there so what you just said is fine like i used to run polls for right. doing dumb shit like, hey if you want to play this game and you want to be good at you it, need to train for and it. your teammates want to trust you you're gonna to have to get better yeah exactly that, no that's not what when it comes to picking on it we've all seen it at least in my lifetime i've seen it multiple times where it's like for some reason a coach has a vendetta against the kid and they're making that kid do way too much yeah, they have a vendetta because the parents are an asshole. Yeah, that, that, and that could be it too. <laughs> so, like, you don't want it to be where the the coach is picking on the kid. But I am definitely for the coach being like, "Hey, here's where that discipline comes from. Here's what you need to learn to do, right. so we can have you a part of us." Because at times these these kids are good; they're just out of shape, or they're for not sure. not disciplined enough to sit I'm there and run a play. Run, I'm not making a kid run backstops if I don't think they're good, or at least have some exact some type of potential, because yeah. then you won't kind of care. You'll I would be like, say 99% of the coaches are like that. Yeah. Or they wouldn't waste their time, or they wouldn't be like, man, I don't want to deal with the parent. Exactly. But or my thing like, is, I don't care about dealing with the parent, I'm going to make them better. People need to realize that most, nine times out of ten, a coach is coaching because they have a love for the game. Right. And a love for the game means you care about somebody else doing that well. So you are going to put them through a ringer a, bit, a little bit just to make them better. And I think society needs to understand, especially people who have never played sports in society, they need to understand that that's how this works. Sure. That's how it works. It's how it's always going to work if we want to see top talent when we see them. Right. Like if you want to go to a basketball game, you want to see some good talent, then you have to understand that some coaches put this kid through a ringer and he's gotten better for it. Like, some kids will break. 
Some kids will just go home. Some kids will say fuck it. But most kids that we see at the higher levels, it's because they got put through a ringer because somebody cared enough to be like, hey, you need to do this to get better. You don't even get to work with the team. You sit to the side. You do this to get better. Right. You do this to get better. Hey, this summer, like, we're going to bench you all year. This summer here, I'm going to talk to you one-on-one. Work on these things and get better. I think that's just normal, but people who've never played. And it's mostly people who have a problem with it have never played sports before. I don't know. If I'm coaching and some 12-, 13-year-old comes in and he's completely out of shape and he's jacking around, I'm going to. Yeah, how am I how am I expecting you to right. do anything? I'm not gonna be like, hey, let's take this time out. It's like, no, I'm gonna take the guys that came in the shape. I'm gonna teach them. Go run your ass around. Go do suicide. Yeah, this is what you need yeah. to do to get better. Yeah, right. And until you do, don't even bother. But I think most people who criticize have never played sports. For sure. I, and and that's, that's a problem. And that's a problem in society. It's like if you don't, if you never played sports, you should not criticize as heavily when we when you see kids being like, oh. He made him run these drills. Like, no, like don't don't comment on it because you haven't been in that situation. So to wrap it up with this thing, it's soft. Yeah, pretty much. It is. I mean, I, I hope it changes. And I'm not I, even I mean, I'm trying to change soft. it. I mean, it's soft, it's it's um, it's everybody it's kumbaya. Right? Is that what you're using? That's a that's terrible. I mean, it kinda is, man. Everybody's happy. Everybody gets a fair share of playing time. Everybody gets a fair share of accolades. Um, and if you don't give everybody a fair share of accolades, you're going to get fined a ridiculous amount, and it's going to be put out in the public. You're going to get shamed. I partially agree with that, yeah. Like, I just think it's, for the most part, just... And I'm not even a person that calls a lot of things soft. It is just soft though. It is. You you have to stop babying kids. You have to you have to see and like sports is one of the biggest adversity builders soft, of all time. It's almost as soft as LeBron's view on China <laughs> or Steve Kerr's view on China. Like all of a sudden, Steve Kerr become a, became uneducated. It's yeah. not how soft it is. And it just like those are my ways to fix it. Does it really fix it? I don't know. Will it ever fix it? I don't know. Will the helmet, no helmet thing, ever fix anything? It will, because I'm always right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know because I don't think anybody's actually gonna just be like, let's run around with shoulder pads, no helmet, live game. Let's try it. No one's fucking trying that. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm talk to Vince McMahon. XFL's coming. I'm telling you, I'm giving solutions. Talk, talk right to here, talk man. to Vince McMahon, my guy. Godspeed. All right. All right. Until next week. This guy can fuck off. <laughs>